I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to She Has a Name Too, the show where we discuss the individuality of moms. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title, Mother. This week, I'm joined by Barb, and I am so excited for this episode because Barb is a mom and a master's student. She went back to school when her youngest was in junior high. So listen in as she gives some amazing advice about going back to school um, as a mom and how she balances motherhood and being a student. Well, I am so grateful that you jumped into this and decided to join me. I am really excited to hear what you have to say today. This is a little scary, but we'll do it. Okay. (laughs) You've got this. So... Who are you? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, So my name is Barb. I am currently a master's student at the University of Calgary. I'm studying history, and my main research interest is the lives of women, and in particular, the lives of women in the Canadian West during the time of settlement. I also go by mom. I have four children. My youngest daughter is in grade 12 this year. My sons are in their late 20s, and my oldest daughter is 30. And I also have one little guy in my life who calls me Lala, which is kind of a weird name, but um, he's my grandson. And when he was born, I was so excited to have him in my world, but I really struggled with the name or the title, Grandma. That was a, a title I wasn't quite ready to add to my little list of, of who I am, um, because to me, and I know it's not for not this way for everybody, but for me, the grandma was sort of arriving at the like the last thing on a list kind of thing. You know, you're 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 a young woman, and then you're a mom, and then you're a grandma. And I was like, whoa! I still have so many things that I'm doing in my world, so many things that I'm looking forward to doing. I've got plans. Like I can't be at the end of this list. Anyway, so we tossed around a bunch of grandma-like names, you know, Nana and um, Granny and and nothing, nothing felt right. So I said, you know what, when he's ready, he can figure it out and pick a name for me. And at some point he started calling me Lala. So now that's who I am. I'm Lala and it seems to have stuck. And so that's another one of my names. That is so <laughs> cute. I love that. I've... I've never heard that for a grandma. I really love that. That's cute. I don't know where it came. I, d- I mean, it's just one of his baby words, right? Like it, it, when he very first started talking. So I'm not even sure where it came from. But and and it is confusing for people. I picked him up once at daycare, and the lady there was like, "Are you his Lala?" <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. My daughter has four grandmas, and so trying to pick a name for each grandma to differentiate is kind of difficult, too, but she seems to be catching on to the different names, so <laughs> that's so cute. I just love Lala. That's adorable. <laughs> um, so you said that you're in a master's program right now. Um, so what was it like going back to school? 
my so my youngest was in junior high at the time and for me that was the ideal time uh but to give you some background on it i was um i had always wanted to go to university it had always been part of my plan um but i was quite young when i had my my first three children and i tried for less than a year to go to university and look after two little kids and that was just too much and it didn't work out. So, um, but it was always in the back of my head that that was something I had wanted to do. And um, and to be honest, I thought it was a, a goal that was lost to me. I thought that, you know, so much time had gone by that uh, I was never gonna be able to go back and pick that up. And that was something that made me um, kind of sad really, because it was something that had been really important to me and something I assumed I would do, and I think sometimes we do that with education, that we make these assumptions about it and forget that it's um, it's a privilege and a luxury. And so that was all. So, yeah, so I was kind of sad about that having slipped by. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so around the time she was in junior high, I was working at a job that I was miserable in and I hated. And uh, my husband and I had a conversation one night about about you know the things we put ourselves through sometimes we you know you know take a job because we feel like we need to because we need to earn a paycheck and we need to do all these things and and what we forget about is that we there's a component there's uh an emotional component there that we that needs to be met otherwise it's hardly worth trying to haul yourself out of bed and go to work every day and uh we were at a place where uh so my older three kids were self-sufficient and we had just my youngest at home and and I had thought that maybe if I got some extra training in something that that maybe I could get a job that I enjoyed better and that I found more fulfilling and the conversation worked its way around to eventually my husband actually suggested it and he said to me he's like why don't you go and and do your degree so um that's what led to that decision I think um I mean, it was it was kind of it, it it was it was scary but it was really exciting and and uh, I remember the day I went to the bookstore and picked up all my books for my first semester and I was just so excited to have this stack of books that I was gonna get to read and and learn and and so um yeah for I mean I tried when I was younger and when I had younger kids and that kind of thing and and uh, so junior high she was in junior high but it felt like the the right time for a family to be able to do that. Yeah, I, oh, I just think that's awesome that like your husband was there to support you in that and that it was even like his suggestion, like he knew that that was a goal of yours. Yeah. I was, I was really excited to know that, to know that you were going back to school. I thought that that was just such a good example to your immediate family and extended family. Well, and, and yeah, and as, as it turns out, um, two of my older kids have since gone back to school since I did that. And, and so I feel like, yeah, I, I, I think sometimes we're setting examples when we don't realize we are. And so that, that, that makes me feel good about it too, that, uh, that they have gone back to school and, and uh, that was kind of a result of that as well. So were there any challenges that you had to overcome to be able to go back after you decided that you wanted to go back to school? 
Well, for our family, it meant restructuring our time a little bit. Uh, you know, we were used to doing the typical Monday to Friday workday kind of thing. And when you're going to school, there's really, there's no time off. Because if you're not sitting in a class, you're, you know, writing papers, reading books. And, and even when you're not doing that, you're kind of, for me anyway, it's always roaming around in the back of my head. I'm thinking about when the next assignment is due or how I'm going to, you know, what research I'm working on or how I'm going to approach a paper, that kind of thing. Um, and while I was going to school, I worked part-time. So I worked uh, often 20 to 25 hours a week. Uh, and so I was working evenings and weekends and that too would, uh, that made things kind of difficult for the, the way we were used to having our family uh, run, you know, and, uh, but I think though my biggest challenge was was myself. I, you know, it's it's kind of scary to put the brakes on how you've been doing things and and take a different path and a path that you know, you know, most of well, all of our friends are just, you know, working their jobs and stuff and I'm just kind of just bail out of kind of what people think is a is where you're supposed to be and and you know, take a left turn and and go and do that. So and it, and uh, so I, I did I did a full course load so I completed my degree in four years and um, it's a big commitment and and you know there's a lot of fear that goes with that too like I didn't want to I didn't want to end up quitting again I, I needed to really do it this time because being fortunate enough to be able to go back and do that later in life uh, you're not going to get a third chance. So, so I had to make sure that that was, um, so that was one of the things that I was worried about, um, being out of school for so long, um, you know, worry about being able to keep up and I mean, things change. I, when I went to school the first time, way long time ago, you went to the library and you pulled out books and you read encyclopedias and and so the whole thing with those kind of resources and access to academic papers and stuff like that being online there's a, a a lot there that was quite different from when I went to school um so yeah I think I think that was one of my biggest challenges was was myself as breaking out of where like the bubble I was in and trying something new so I ended up, I graduated from university 30 years after I graduated from high school, which is, was kind of a, a funny anniversary for me, I thought. Uh, and I, I think that overall, applying was the hardest step, trying to decide, you know, me, making the decision and having the dream, and, but to actually, you know, go online, which was also different from the first time I went to university because way back then you had to, you know, mail in your application and wait for them to send you a letter back. So that's much better now. It's easier. But uh, so, <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, I went to a smaller university here in Calgary. So the classes were small and the professors were accessible and uh, I had a lot of support. I found, I found the students welcoming and my friends and family were supportive. So that put all those fears to rest. That's awesome. So were you able to make a lot of friends at school and are you still in contact with them? I did make some friends, I think. Uh, and, and I have one friend that I'm still in touch with. 
I think my experience as an older student, it's a little bit different, right? Like I, and, and I found all the students quite, I, I really enjoy this gonna, this makes me feel old when I say this this way, but I really enjoy young people. Uh, you know, they, they keep you, they keep you young. And, and uh, sometimes you forget, I, often we had, we would have conversations and they would say things like, oh yeah, my mom said something like that, or my mom did that too. And I was like, right, I'm your mom's age. Um, so <laughs> I, you know, I th sometimes you have people in your life for, for a season, right? And, and so it was a, it was a really enjoyable time. Um, and I do, yeah, I have a few friends that, that I'm still in touch with. So that's funny. I had a couple older women in my um, French class, actually. Um, and they were just amazing. Like, I just loved them. I loved and they were, they were more grandma age than mom age. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, grandma, like 65. Um, not Lala age. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they were, you know, they were retired and they were coming back to school and it was just, it was so fun to have them in the classroom. It gave a different dynamic and I think they brought a lot more maturity to the class. I'm sure you were admired by many of your peers. Well, it's it's funny because I did have a couple of, uh, there was one young woman in particular who had She'd already done a degree and she'd been a teacher for a couple years and then had decided that she wanted to go back. She wanted to, um, she was taking a few classes to upgrade so that she could um, go and do her master's in, I believe, psychology. And she and I had a conversation once and she told me, she's like, I, I really admire you. And, you know, you're setting such an example for, for so for women and and it's never too late and and that kind of thing and i i was kind of it, it was very flattering but i don't think i have ever thought of myself as a role model or an inspiration or those kinds of things I, you know i was just kind of doing my thing and so so no it was yeah it was I, it was a really good experience i think most of the time we're just trying to do our thing like most people are just trying to do their thing and and we just don't know what kind of example or influence we're going to have on others um and I just I mean I admire you for going back because for me I got my associates and I still feel like oh, I just want to go back but I have this young baby that you know and we live in California and it's just how am I going to be able to do it financially really is my challenge you know and so knowing I think for young moms to know that it's a possibility and that it's within reach um to go back when when the timing's right I think is really important for us to see that as an example well and I think that that's something that's really important to consider is the timing uh we like to think, and and I think this message is out there a lot, that we can have it all and we can be it all. And I think that we need to remember that we can have it all and be it all, just not all at the same time. And um, for when your, your children have different needs 
from you as a mother over the lifespan of your family. And when you have little children, it's, it's, it's labor intensive, right? Like, you know, often not even getting to sleep at night for a whole night. Uh, and that can go on for years <laughs> for some of us. And, um, and, and we, and they really need you to be right there every step of the way. I think that as our children grow, they become more, there's, there's less physical labor with them and, and the labor becomes more emotional. You're there to kind of support them and their dreams. And um, so sometimes we do have to, you know, wait. Sometimes our things, or, or we need to pursue them more slowly, like maybe one class at a time instead of trying to be a full-time student, you know, if you can, if you can take a, an evening class where you, but, but you do also need the support of um, friends and family, especially if you're trying to do that with young children. And that's why I, I didn't do it when my kids were young, because I, they needed me to be present. And my children today still need me to be present, but I'm present in a different way, which make, made more room for me to be able to pursue a time-intensive goal like, uh, like a degree. You know, I think it's really important as a mother to always make time for yourself, uh, you know, because there are days where you can't even, you know, go to the bathroom without somebody knocking on the door, right? <laughs> so, yep. so you need to figure out, you need to figure out how, even during those times, to make time for yourself. But, but perhaps realizing that some bigger goals maybe ha do have to wait a little bit. Maybe not as long as I waited, but, you know. <laughs> well, and it, right, like going back to that timing thing, it just, it all depends on the person. And the family's dynamic and their needs and kind of just what's going on in life, right? Um, so do you have any other advice for um, young moms who might want to start or finish a college degree? You know, if you have a goal, you kind of owe it to yourself to, to go after it. That that's, we're better mothers when we're also fulfilled as a whole person and uh but uh it's that balance and and like we talked about timing i think yeah i don't feel like you have to do it all at once you can do it in bits and pieces and um and make it work around your family life i think uh academically i would say uh i i took a course that uh taught me about academic writing and how to use the library and all that kind of thing stuff and I think that was very helpful it made it easier and made me more comfortable at school so using those resources that are there as well before you even start school uh, you know it's a good idea to make use of those too fantastic thank you so much for sharing a little bit about yourself and giving so much advice and sharing your example of going back to school. Um, I'm sure there are lots of moms out there who do want to finish their degrees. And so I'm just grateful that I had you to show me that that is something that is totally possible. And um, I just think it's amazing that you're, you're even doing a master's degree. Like I thought that was awesome when I found that out. So 
congratulations on your bachelor's and uh, good luck with your master's because it sounds a little more intense. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Join the conversation and stay up to date on Instagram and Twitter at She Has a Name Too. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecco Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by my aunt, Barb Telford. Huge thank you to my husband, Ryan, who entertains our baby while I record. This episode was edited by my brother, Alex Williams. Mecco.